Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Game by Show podcast. Guys, it's uh, August the 11th, 2019. My name is LeGrand Jolly, your host for this evening, this evening of wondrous joy and pleasure and excitement. Join with me, as always, a man who blames the Vietnam War on video games, Jeremy Lamont. You know, uh, jet fuel can't melt uh, silicon microprocessors, LeGrand. Oh, that's good to know. I, what about Agent Orange? Uh, Agent awesome. Orange just makes everything delicious, actually, is the uh, little-known secret of Agent Orange. And that other voice you hear is a man who, he's starting a grocery store loot box service, Dale Jones. Hello, Dale. That's right. Uh, I'm going to put up little latex stickers on glass window panes of every shop in Main Street. The the expiration date is variable. You might get something from... You know, actually, I've, I've shopped at some actual stores where you really got to make sure to check those expiration dates. Oh, yeah. You ever go to Grocery Outlet? No, we send all of our stuff to Grocery Outlet, all of our expired things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're like uh, savers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Yeah. Save a lot. Yeah, food for less. I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say though, I don't, I don't mind uh, like cruising for danger in the, uh, like the bargain <laughs> shelf or whatever. I find some good stuff. What about on there? when you go to like the meat aisle and it's like, hey, this meat expires tomorrow. Buy it on deal today. You ever do that? Tempting you with like <laughs> questionable meat. It's kind of turning gray, but that's okay. But it's, yeah. you know, it's still good. It's, it's kind of a gamey flavor. You can, you can still eat it. <laughs> it's fine. I was grilling a couple of steaks on the out on the grill tonight. And uh, the, I guess some of the, the juices that have fallen down and gotten onto the bottom of the grill over time just, like, ignited. And <laughs> oh, dude. So, so there was, a, yeah. it was like a big fire <laughs> going on in my grill. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. And <laughs> all up in my grill. <laughs> and I had to, I, I turned off the gas, you know, leads to it and um, shut the lid and just, like, let it burn itself self out over a few minutes. How did your steaks turn out? Oh, they were fine. I mean, I, I scooted yeah. them over to the other side of the grill. They, they came and, out uh, pixelated with like little tubes. I, <laughs> Listen, it, it's it's a constant grease fire in my barbecue right now. My barbecue's pretty old. I actually cleaned it all the way out last year, and it's still. If I cook like hamburgers on it, it's like or yeah. like a uh, brats or something like that. It's like yeah. grease fire central. Man. Yeah, yeah, because the brats just and burst. I can't do anything about it. I don't know what else to do. It's just. Yeah. You just gotta let it burn itself out. It's like a forest, you know? I like to think yeah. that my sensibilities are a little more modern. I keep all my grease fires in my microwave. Oh, dude, that's a, that's a good way to do yeah. it. At least they're contained. Convenient. Yeah, exactly. I thought about like getting yeah. some, um, some like, flour and throwing on there to put it out, but then I thought... That might be just like throwing sawdust at a fire, you know? That would the make... flour will just ignite. No, that yeah, would make, right? like, a delicious shepherd's pie. <laughs> that's, that's what would happen. You'd get better Scoop food out of it. like, charred remains of... Fat. <laughs> just like put it in some flour. I'll make a nice crispy coating. Right? Grilled bottom gravy. Yeah, not bad. Scoop that up and mm-hmm. put some water in it. Mix mm-hmm. it up. Oh, that was delicious. So too. hungry for that. Hey, I, I need to get something out of the way, guys. I, I'm not going to be here on Wednesday, but I've been playing Moonlighter, and that game is really, really good. I just wanted to say that. Really? You guys should all play it. It's on Xbox Game Pass. So that's it. But uh, today, uh, News Central. You know, we missed last week, so therefore we've saved up, saved up all the good news for you today news yeah i i'm a Jim. nervous uh, it's sort of like a you know nervous uh, public restroom like couldn't make it work i did the same thing with last week's news i just can't can't make it work so we're just gonna we're gonna just trundle ahead with this week's news because it's very newsy uh we're gonna start out i with, love the word trundle by the way yeah we are gonna trundle the news out there's um, a character in league of legends called trundle oh yeah it's like an operator from rainbow six siege trundle <laughs> the, 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 like, what does he do what's he's, his, he's what's morbidly obese he's morbidly obese that's we need a morbidly obese character model. 
Uh, well, this week in the news, we actually had some, actually some rather serious stuff. Uh, video games are once again under the microscope after a couple of uh, mass shootings in uh, El Paso and uh, uh, Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio was the other one. And uh, so, of course, the political powers that be will, you know, look for all of the scapegoats. And uh, video games, you know, still is uh, pretty high up there on the uh, hit list, so to speak, for politicians. And uh, this has culminated in a, in a few things, uh, most publicly a, uh, a Walmart. So the El Paso shooting actually took place in a Walmart. Uh, Walmart then circulated what seemed to be a memo indicating that uh, video games with violence on them should be removed from... Uh, it kind of, depending on who you heard it from, either removed from sale, removed from displays, uh, or what have you. And then eventually they came back later and have actually issued a statement that, um, uh, that they are actually not doing that. The company was simply considering that. Uh, be aware, Walmart actually has a pretty open firearms counter and they are, I think, universally like open... Or, or licensed concealed carry or something or open carry. I, I don't Listen, know. Listen, the last time I bought handgun ammunition, it was at Walmart. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, and that's not to say anything. I guess the thing is that video games are still kind of drawing fire, so to speak, from, um, you know, from people who don't seem. Is there a reason really why know. this time or is it just they just chose something? Uh, I, You know, I remember, remember when like that uh, there was like a killing here in Utah, like when Natural Born Killers, the movie came out. Yeah, and they, blamed like they like blamed it on that movie or something, and because I mean, the what, kids like what, watched it. <laughs> what was the most recent, most violent video game to come out? Wasn't it? I mean, Mortal Kombat. Mortal, yeah, Mortal Kombat. I mean, I, <laughs> I guess that doesn't really work in this case, but I would say that anytime somebody like rips somebody's be, still beating heart out of their chest, that is the first game that I think we should ban. Uh, that's that's I'm going to go on record Mortal Kombat. saying that. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, ESPN, in fact, uh, who was actually started, they've been starting to dip their toe a little bit into exhibition video games, showing uh, streams and competitions and things like that. Well, apparently there was an uh, Apex Legends EXP Invitational Tournament, which was going to be shown on ESPN2. And uh, they indicated that they were going to reschedule that for sometime in October uh, with reruns uh, in mid-October 15th and 27th. Uh, this was, um, I guess this change was going to be, uh, it was going to air today as of the date of this recording, August 11th. Uh, they actually just circulated the memo that they're going to do that on Tuesday the 6th. Um, and kind of everybody, you know, all around is uh, either kind of defending video games as a medium, sort of on the attack, um, kind of be aware just in general, um, you know, video games all over the world uh, not causing mass killings, but uh, still definitely uh, drawing attention from the powers that be. So I just kind of wanted to highlight that we are not out of the woods even in the year 2019. Uh, video games are also under the microscope over at the FTC. A uh, big panel was hosted uh, this past week, uh, a loot box workshop hosted by the Federal Trade Commission. And uh, during this thing, actually, uh, a bunch of people uh, represented this from the uh, kind of video game and video games adjacent uh, zones, I guess. Uh, Angry Joe Vargas, uh, Major League Baseball pitcher Trevor May were in there. Um, oh, boy. Better listen then. Yeah. Uh, Omid Dariani, the CEO of Online Performers Group, uh, expressing frustration with online video platforms regarding disclosures of paid advertisements during live streams, things like that. Uh, kind of kind of a big deal, actually. Uh, we also had some um, professional psychiatric people, Dr. David Zendel, 
who is a um, uh, York St. John University researcher, stated unequivocally that loot boxes are connected to problem gambling. Uh, his statement said that spending money on loot boxes is linked to problem gambling. The more money people spend on loot boxes, the more severe their problem is. This isn't just his research. This is an effect that has been replicated numerous times across the world by multiple independent labs. This is something the games industry does not engage with. And on that last point, I would probably say he's right about that. I think that generally the knee-jerk reaction is in general with video games. I mean, we know that gambling is a thing and the, all the lights and flashing, you know, uh, I mean, even Facebook, you know, for Pete's sake, uh, is is constantly engineering what the what the thing sounds like when you click like, you know, to try and and figure out how to you know really actively capture you. Uh, video games kind of do that same thing, and th this one is a little bit trickier, I think. Uh, but but kind of again, just be aware that this is still something that is an ongoing discussion. Uh, loot boxes, in fact, are uh, I believe I heard that uh, uh, Rocket League was going to be doing away with loot box style. Uh, yeah, I heard that I heard also. That. Yeah. So, so loot boxes are kind of getting a little bit peeled back here at this point. Um, so I don't know, maybe the industry is just kind of slow to engage, just like anybody. They don't want to really, you know, immediately react and say, okay, yes, we're going to change everything. But um, anyway, just kind of be aware. There's, of there's like a big push right now to, to like show the odds of the loot box, right? To yeah. Show like what type of things you can get in it and what the actual yeah. odds are. I think there are some laws, some countries have laws uh, enforcing yeah, no, that. I, I think that... Uh, I also read that Nintendo came out saying that we're not going to allow loot boxes on our system at all unless they actually disclose the odds. I believe Sony and Microsoft also. I'm not sure if that's a significant deterrent to people who are problem gamblers, but, you know, I mean, I guess at least... Uh, well, that's the point. I mean, gambling is, you know the odds. Like, you know the odds are horrible with the slot right. machines, but you still stick your quarter in. Right, exactly. It's the same with this, you know? Yeah. It's not going to affect the people who, who would be actually affected by the gambling. I know right? that every since um, they put calorie counts on all the foods... I have not once eaten more than I should have. <laughs> but really? That's good. That's, That's really good. good. How about that? Uh, speaking of bad odds and uh, good calories, I don't know. Uh, Fortnite has... Best segue ever. Thanks, yeah, Jim. I know. I'm working on that. Uh, Fortnite has uh, done the thing that we kept saying Apex Legends should have done from the beginning. They were prepared for Titanfall, and they've added mechs uh, that spawn. They, and in fact, um, they've, they've actually been out for a couple of weeks now, and uh, people My son's been all over this latest season. I think it's great, but apparently it is not being well-received, I guess. There's a trending hashtag right now, remove the mech. Uh, was top uh, top trending item on Twitter uh, this past Friday. So people seem to yeah, be a QQ little bit upset more about noobs, that. Like, whatever. I uh, see. I think. I mean, whatever. You know, I I I make it interesting, and you know, put in some rocket launchers or something. I mean, it's not an immediate win thing. They have rocket launchers. Yeah, exactly. That, well, I mean, just put put some rocket launchers in near the near the mech spawn or whatever. But um, so Epic is going to be monitoring the effect of some of these changes. Uh, they, like I said, they are going to be scaling back a little bit. Uh, they are also introducing a targeting laser to show the direction the mech suit is aiming. Uh, so, th so they are trying to kind of, um, you know, mitigate Even the playing it. field. Yeah, exactly. Make, make it a little more fair and balanced, at least as much as you can, you know, fighting on foot against a giant bipedal mech. But, um, I actually think this is really good. And I wonder if someone over it at, uh, you know, respawn is like, Argh. like, do you think they're actually working on mechs at respawn for, nah. no, you don't think so? I nah, think they must yet. be. Oh, well, that's a couple of opinions. Nah. No. <laughs> uh, 
so anyway, if you haven't uh, played Fortnite, I actually have not in quite a while. But again, um, Epic showing that they are you know willing to change up the formula a little bit, which I think is awesome. I, I, I mean, aside from Fortnite as a cultural phenomenon, I think that it is a just a really exemplary uh, study in changing the parameters of a game on a weekly or monthly basis. I, I think that's excellent. Uh, so I, I may jump into Titanfall, into Titanfall. <laughs> I may jump into Fortnite and try out some Titanfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, is basically what I'm saying. But uh, if you're if you're interested in those sorts of things, that is what's going on. Uh, big update coming out in the next couple of weeks for No Man's Sky. The Nexus update will change multiplayer drastically. Uh, they're actually adding support for a team of up to 32 people for 32 player missions. Whoa. Um, yeah, there's going to be a social mission hub that's kind of like the tower in Destiny where you can kind of, uh, you know, have your home base and, and team up and things Every like that. Every man's sky. Yeah, that's right. Hey, there you go. There you go. Uh, so this update is going to go live. <laughs> Listen, it's still going to be super boring. Uh, I don't know. I, you yeah. know, I've been, pr- I've been pretty impressed with what they've done to it since launch. I mean, but does sure. that make the game they, fun? They, they've made it better. Doesn't mean it's a good game. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's also a subjective term, so I don't know. But uh, if you want to test the subjectivity it's of this term, definitely the fact <laughs> goes live on August fourteenth. Um, I've and, played like fifty some hours of that game enough to know that it's boring. All right. Well, have you played it Boom. since? Because they because they've done a couple of big worst updates game since ever. Then. There game, you go. Like the reviews on Steam, like <laughs> worst game ever. I can't believe anyone would ever play this game. Hours played. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dale, you're one of them. How could you? How could you do this? <laughs> yep. Um, so it takes a long there, time to learn. There's also going to be certain planets being transformed into social spaces. It's got to get good at hour 53. You're just hung out for three more hours, bro. Get this, get this. Uh, They're going to have planets that are themed with different things. Like there's going to be a Rocket League style ball and vehicles kind of game. Um, There's going to be little pinch points. The Epic Epic, uh, Game Store version has the Epic Game Store planet. Ooh, it's pretty sweet. There you go. So be aware of that. that Uh, Here's just a little bit of a PSA for those of you Nintendo Switch people out there who like to take it on the go, Legrand, but who are still interested in a a TV experience. Uh, There is a Kickstarter that is currently running and is actually completely funded for a portable Nintendo Switch dock which is about the size of a, of a little charging brick kind of thing, but it actually has USB-C and HDMI inputs and outputs. Um, so it, uh, basically, it's just a little thing that you can fit in your hand, basically, and take it with you and plug it into a TV. This is what everybody needed. The, this is what yeah, they needed from the exactly. So somebody actually made this <laughs> aftermarket hardware. Uh, they uh, needed to fund it at $50,000. It reached that goal within about 40 minutes. And um, this is why is it sixty dollars though? Uh, because it's got technology. Seventy dollars. It's got technology in it. But get this, get this though. Uh, fifty thousand dollars, seven hundred forty thousand dollars funded. Um, I'm trying to think of a situation that I've seen where it's like you know ten, twelve times. I mean, that's it doesn't happen often. They do that all the uh, time. Like people will put low funding goals because they're just trying to pre-sell. I mean, they're not really here to. Do they have stretch goals that go up to like a million dollars or something like that? That would be awesome. Like they'll they'll come to your house and plug it in for you. Kickstarter is now just like a pre-sell engine, a marketing tool. Yeah. People will put on really low, you know, Kickstarter goals. They know they're going to hit it. They just use it to sell and market. And yeah, I mean, this is a great idea. I think, I mean, I I, agree. I, uh, I, I have taken my, I've I've seen they've made aftermarket docks before, but they're, but they've been actual like dock. Yeah. That's like this, where this is more like connect the USB-C cable between the two devices and then, and then plug it into an HDMI port. Yep. And so you could theor- cool. you could theoretically, I mean, I guess you probably could theoretically dock the current dock to a PC or something if you wanted to. But uh, anyway, anything that has an HDMI input now, you can uh, 
eventually plug this thing in. Uh, the date of delivery, I was just going to look and try and find out when this is. Uh, it's probably 2024. Ask questions. Yeah, exactly. Um, it actually does not say currently that I can see, but um, it is still 32 days out. So apparently this must have been like timeline a is December. December of this year. December. That's, that's actually not global bad at all. delivery. This December. Wow, nice. They probably already haven't built. They're just manufacturing them. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, hey, you guys. Uh, I know both of you have played and maybe are still interested in playing Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, if you haven't yet yep. gotten through vanilla FF14, be aware that they are looking at uh, condensing the story of the the, oh, the good. thing. So yeah, actually getting rid of kind of maybe some extra chaff that uh, you know is just a little bit of filler. I, I've heard that after you get to the end of that game. Uh, at least the the Realm Reborn stuff. There's like a whole ton of filler content before the new ex- the expansion stuff actually starts. Yeah, I have I haven't yep. actually gotten to play Heavensward yet because there's all this other I'm, stuff. I'm in I, the middle of that stuff also. I don't know how to do it, so I'm just like finding more main just, missions. Are they getting rid of that or condensing that stuff, or are they condensing everything else? Everything else the, seems, hasn't seemed the the that main bad story yet. quests through a Realm Reborn. Um, it it has a lot of sort of filler stuff built into it, so they could pretty easily excise a bunch of that stuff and then let you hit the high points. Yeah, I I am on the place where I need to get my chocobo for the first time. Ah, that's a good spot. That's a good spot. Yeah, ride that chocobo, uh, dude! I can't wait to play that chocobo theme song, bro. There's so many of them, so many. Uh, so anyway, that's going on, uh, and we will talk about that a little bit in the uh, new releases and freebies and stuff going on. So we'll um we'll come back to that. But for the final news item, I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a heads up about a neologism. Uh, we've got a new term that is going to be sweeping the nation. Uh, shortly, and it's called dad builds. And uh, so a dad build, what is a dad build, you may ask? Well, a dad build is basically a dad loadout for a video game. In this case, they've started talking about it with respect to Destiny, uh, but it's easy to obtain with some good perks, <laughs> can hold its own in competitive play, and be pretty easy to use in, in basically all circumstances. And uh, since all of us are, in fact, dads, and, uh, you know, who doesn't want a good dad build? Um, there you go. This I love is a it. new thing. So pretty good but but as a dad don't uh don't patronize me i've been playing video games since before you were born son hi hungry i'm dad and that's all the news that i've got for this week all right everyone new releases courtesy of your friends at tech-gaming.com on the nintendo switch boys and girls dc universe online it's an mmo dc universe it's online it's free to play what boys and girls what DC Universe Boys and Girls. I'm just telling all the boys and girls within the sound of my voice. Listen to me. DC Universe Boys and Girls. DC Universe Online. It's coming out. Uh, There's a game called Shortest Trip to Earth, uh, which is described to me here in this document I'm reading as like FTL, but with more stuff. Yeah, it's like a more complicated uh, kind of game with more interacting systems. Yeah, because FTL doesn't have enough going on. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, actually, it was mostly just like what you slotted into stuff like this, but... uh, Basically, um, every system apparently in the in the ship that you uh, that you control is like its own, you know, just real real complicated little thing. So yeah. uh, I just thought I, I thought that was kind of cool. Looking more looking forward to more FTL, which I really didn't. What if you could of. play FTL, but each one of your crewmates was playing a video game that was like FTL, and then inside the video game, each one of their crewmates was playing a video game that was kind of like FTL, but one step removed. Suddenly, it's an yeah. MMO. It's like a fractal video game. That'd be amazing. Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Guys, this is the sequel to Rebel Galaxy. Jared's excited about this one. I was until I found out it was first-person combat. 
which I'm not into. Uh, isn't it the same? I mean, that was what it was before too. No, it was not. It was like it was like uh like. Oh Black yeah, Black it was. Combat. That's right. I was just thinking of the guns. Like you can actually control the guns, and then I oh, think wait. it was. Huh. Now it plays like Tie Fighter or yeah. any other. And it's not, it's not like a choice. It's like you're you're forced to play. You, you can play. Uh, I guess you can play in third person mode, but it's you're actually flying around in 3D space rather than on a 2D plane mm. like you were in the older game. Yeah, which might be a simplified. good thing. I don't know. I I just don't like that those types of games personally. But well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. reserve judgment. But maybe there will be the soundtrack only version where you just get the music and play that in regular Isn't that's the one that i have galaxy online like the, the idea soundtrack of, only version the idea of Spotify, playing you have to buy it. that yeah. or like the idea of the soundtrack of that game just like reminds me of the box art for phalanx you know like the spaceship flying by in the sky and then like the old dude on the banjo yeah on the porch <laughs> or whatever yeah dude soundtrack's so good i can't wait for the soundtrack like legit it's gonna be the mate it's gonna be the best uh exception this is a game coming to all the things. Yeah, I looked this up Nintendo and Switch. The, the thing is, the funny thing is, we didn't really talk about this, but the release list writ large this week is awful looking. Like looking at the yeah, names. Yeah, come on, the do better, out, uh, Desert Eagle. Yeah, Robert Desert Eagle Allen over at tech-gaming.com. Ooh, you need to release better games, yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, but Exception is one of those <laughs> like terrible names that actually looks like it's pretty fun. It actually looks like a Super Meat Boy, but it, but you're a robot with like a laser sword and kind of like a ninja robot. And then as you go through the levels, everything kind of turns and rotates in kind of weird ways. And it actually looked really cool. And it also the soundtrack is like this dark synth wave kind of soundtrack. So it actually looks like it'd be pretty good. Just has a bad name. Dark synth wave. Dark synth wave. Cool. And <laughs> in our latest uh, version of our newest segment, RadaSwitchGameNames.com. Uh, Hashtag race die run. Uh, the the, uh, the pound sign is part of the name there. Yes, is part of the name. Wouldn't that be but if it was like number race die run or pound race die run instead of hashtag? Yeah, hash hash if it race is die run. It is a pound. Tic tac toe race die. Uh, run. Also, never give up. This is a great game about not up. giving up. What? Hey, what <laughs> if it was actually? What if it was actually like a Galaxy Quest game? Never give up. Never surrender. That'd be all right. Uh, all of your friends, if y'all want to know what it's like to run an esports uh, team, esport manager is out on the Nintendo Switch, guys. Uh-oh, um, your star player that, uh, just used a racial slur online. <laughs> what do we do? Do we fire him? Yeah, we fire uh, him. And your other guy is like causing ruckus in the house because he doesn't put, he doesn't <laughs> refill the toilet paper when it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't do his own dishes. Yeah. Uh, epic clicker journey. Guys, it's finally it's been out. Uh, epic clipper clicker journey. I don't know. It's probably a clicker game. It's probably that, that thing is like journey. a bill of sale. Like you should know that it is not epic. It's probably not much of a journey, but there are clickers. They're just mad because it's not exclusive on Epic Store. They didn't want this one. Yeah, they called it epic. Even they're like, hey, hey, epic clicker journey. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen is having a free gameplay time to up to August sixteenth. So. If you have a if you have an account with Final Fantasy 14, you haven't played it for a while. Now's the time to sign in. So do so. I'm ready. Yep. There's a bunch of us that are playing. I'm ready to do that. We should do so. it. Do I, do uh, it. I just got to find that time to play a video game. Been busy yeah, with other stuff, but yeah. Time. Uh, Anthem. There's a there's a, a a dragon named Deathwing that's flying around Anthem. The Cataclysm update um, is live. I see Anthem. what you did there. Is that kind of like is that kind of like um, Mass Effect Andromeda? What Anthem? <laughs> It's like it's like that game where you have like five people and you judge the best one to sing the country's national song. Oh, yeah, dude, I remember. Sounds I good. remember now. Perfect. 
Apex Legends is getting a solo mode. I don't know what this even means. Uh, so there's actually a limited time event that uh, they're they're doing a uh, basically. Oh, you can play by yourself. Yeah, yeah, you can just do it. Yeah, so it's like a single player. Um, you know, it's it, one it's, versus ninety nine. Tr- yeah, traditionally only been squads of three, but now uh, you actually can play just in solos. Yeah, it's for it's for the Iron Crown Collection event that's going on. And that'll go from, it starts on August 13th, goes through August 27th. Yeah, that sounds, I mean, it's, it's an experiment to see how that actually plays. I'm sure that some of the, usually like the characters have synergies together. And so maybe, I mean, the, there's going to be certain ones that'll be really good in this mode and others that won't be as good. I yeah, guess. it's kind of interesting. Apex Legends lets you go from three people just to playing by yourself. Uh, Fortnite adds a gigantic robot. Um, <laughs> which one's better? Listen. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Hmm. And that's all that stuff guys there's no good sales going on wow but check our discord channel guys join discord join the conversation do that let us type at you <laughs> incessantly and you may you may one day be given the privilege to type back that's right uh well let's talk about for for a topic of discussion this week uh let's talk about fun things in video games you know every now and then um you forget sometimes that video games are supposed to be about uh, sitting down and having a good time and uh, you get caught up in like, you know, recharging your microtransaction wallet or, uh, you know, petitioning your congressman about violence or something. <laughs> and, um, you know, you just got to remember to jump over the flagpole every so often. Have a good time. Well, and part, part of the idea is that there are things that that happen in video games sometimes that give you just like a thrill because... Because either you feel like you're getting away with something. Oh, what a thrill. <laughs> with darkness and silence through the night. What a thrill. <laughs> a great theme song. Great theme song. Um, so, for example, we have we have a few that we just kind of been brainstorming. But one of, one of which is the ability in a game to recruit bad guys or to convince them. Guys that you've been fighting against and maybe they have a weapon that you hate. Mm-hmm. But suddenly, either due to compulsion or like you win them over through story mode or something, suddenly they get to be on your team. <laughs> um, having, having like a cool person like in your party or in your squad generally is really cool. In fact, kind of as a sub bullet point of this, I kind of want to add um, being able to recruit really competent uh, henchmen. So for example, Assassin's Creed, when they did the Brotherhood stuff, um, that was awesome. Being able to level those dudes up and being able to just point at somebody and then three guys just jump out of nowhere and just like stab him in the throat and run <laughs> off. That, cool. is, that yeah. is great. So, but when you can do it to bad guys, I feel like in, in games, I've always been like, for example, uh, just a couple of examples. I think we should probably cite some examples of each. Super of Mario RPG when Bowser joined your team. Yes. Uh, General that. Leo in Final Fantasy VI. There you ah, go. There you go. Uh, I'm thinking also like big daddies, like you could get an ability in Bioshock that would take. Uh, that oh, right. would, oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I'm talking about. So when you've got yep. somebody who you've been fighting against and they're terrible, but suddenly you get an ability and it's like now they work for you. That is a great thing in video games. I love was that, that only Bioshock 2 or was that the first one as well? Uh, that was the first one. I don't think you could get in, big sisters. In on Bioshock team, 2, you were a big daddy. Here, here's the thing, though, not not to skip over that too quickly, but the next bullet point down on the list is very relevant to Bioshock 2 because getting bad guys to fight each other um, oh, yeah. which used, used to be kind of a rare thing. I think the first time I think I ever saw bad factions kind of fighting with one another probably was Half-Life the first, I think. Really? Um, where like the, you could the get special ops team fighting. Yes. The- 
the military the guys people or the, yeah because because originally there were like there's a bunch of like army guys coming after you but then there's like these super secret ninja guys yeah. who come down and they're start they're gonna like just clean house everybody and so mm-hmm. then you can walk up to a battlefield and they're shooting each other and you're like what and it's awesome because you don't have to do anything and you can just come up later and and wipe them out um so bad guys fighting each other in legrand you mentioned it was Bioshock monster hunter too. world monster yes hunter world oh man i see Yes. It is the coolest thing. It is way cool. Oh, and they do it so well, too. They just, like, are just tangled up and just, like, biting each they other. They planned that out. They made that just be a thing. That's yes. That's amazing. That is yes, very they cool. they absolutely did. It is very cool. And uh, I guess the other the other thing of it, you mentioned Bioshock, too, uh, getting the big daddies to fight the the big sisters. And then they were, like, the, the splicers, the brute splicers or something. I one time got this three-way fight, and they were yep. just wailing on each other. But you know what's funny to me? And here's the thing that is, like, uncool about that scenario is anytime you, like, you just want to get a shot off, suddenly they all all notice you <laughs> and, oh, then, yeah. <laughs> and then and then they're just like not interested in, in each other at all yeah, um, that would let be them co- finish each other Th- that would be cool though if, if the, you know the first time somebody is like you know they there's like adaptive ai that like they try and be and, and like they're kind of waiting for you to finish and then they think that they're gonna like get a hit in and then you know something that's a, li- a little more smart i guess than if you plink somebody with your handgun and now suddenly they're all just like that would just end you. up in a bunch of like mexican standoffs in video games. <laughs> yeah, everybody just like, is like, okay, all right, everyone, we'll just go our separate ways. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dale, I, I want you to mention this next one because you actually added this to the list. Uh, yeah, the, the Assassin's Creed thing. Uh, when you jump off of a big height, you know, and it does the like fisheye lens there and like you're falling and falling and falling and you get that uh, like uh, feeling in your stomach, you know, the like the bottom's falling out. Uh, and it happens in other games too. Um yeah, so, I, I, I want you to read what you wrote here because I think it's – unless I wrote that. Did I write that? I think you wrote that. That's Okay. Well, I want you to read it though. <laughs> uh, tummy Tickle yes. jumps and falls. Tummy Tickle jumps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what they called Jeremy in high school. Yeah, Tummy, <laughs> tummy, tummy tickle, tickle Jumps. You know, another good game for that is is like the Grand Theft Auto <laughs> series, like the, like the PS2 ones especially because like your character would start waving his arms and legs after a little while, you know, after when he hits terminal yeah. velocity or whatever. <laughs> but it's, it's more yeah. effective when uh, – there's also first-person ones. Where yes, you do first De- Destiny oh, yeah. does this sometimes. Or, or uh, in uh, VR. That's in a little Yeah. Exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, some, sometimes even just like jump in a racing game or something sometimes if because it's usually when you think you're going to land but then you don't and you're just like whoa kind of feel it in your tummy sometimes in sometimes in your legs a little bit and you're like eh. uh, the, the yeah. converse to that is when you uh, have, have you ever um, I get this a lot but like when I watch videos of, of somebody getting hurt or taking a kind of a bad fall like I'm like Ugh. and uh, right. that's every once in a while that happens too so I don't like that uh, next up on the list, we have a uh, the the grapple hook swinging mechanic sort of thing that you get in, you know, every, everybody thinks of uh, Bionic Commando, uh, you know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man game, yeah, uh, yeah Spider-Man games, or the often. Just Cause games, yeah, Just Cause. There's there's quite a few out there, and it's always pretty fun. You know, I never played Just Cause, but being able to like grapple things to other things. So I, I guess here's let me let me kind of wonder. I wonder if there's a superimposed bullet point over this one, which is. Physics is physics fun. Do we like physics or is oh, physics yeah. no good? Yeah, I, mostly it's pretty fun. But every now and then you'll be like in in like an Elder Scrolls game where you just want to put something down and not have it, you know, knock over the whole table and, and everything right. else. You know, right? You meticulously build something and actually meticulous building. I, you know, that's not on the list here. But uh, I, I, actually, let me run this by you guys. Test this thought out. Do we still like the the idea of the villa, like building up your home base and customizing it? Or is that? Is that yeah, I like that. That's that is yep, something that, that, is I, that I appreciate. Yes. 
Because I was thinking uh, Conan Exiles does kind of a lets you build a, a big thing. I know Jared was very proud of his base that he built on a river. I like some games where you can build like an entire space empire, right? So I'm thinking of like uh, the X series of, of PC space games. Uh, Elite Dangerous to some extent. Um, anything where it's like you can have a fleet of trading ships out there, like going around and plying the, the trading lanes trading. and making you tons of money. The analog to that is something like Mountain Blade, where you start out with nothing and then kind of yeah. scrape your way. And like now you've got five guys with sticks and now you've got 12 guys with, you know, six swords and a couple of sticks. And, you know, yeah. just like slowly upgrading your squad uh, until you've got until eventually you get to a big army where everybody's on horseback with like giant sharp pikes. That's, That's another really good example. Yeah. Mountain yeah. Blade. Yeah. Uh, one item that we've got here is winning a difficult boss or section by the skin of your teeth. Um, it's pretty fun to dominate, but I think, you know, LeGrand, you were playing something right before we started too. And you're like, yes, yeah, I was fighting I a boss in uh moonlighter and the second boss of the forest, the boss of the forest dungeon. And I, it was my first time and I beat him barely. I used all my health. Yeah. See, that's, had, that's like, exactly, exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, the, the, the corollary to this one is like losing by the skin of your teeth, which is awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I find that usually if I, win by the skin of my teeth it's because i've practiced i've I've had to go through like 10 attempts and by that yeah. time i'm just so pissed that like it i don't get any enjoyment out of it. i i think that that i think that that is a purposeful design decision because it's so it's fun to do that like you don't want to feel like you're i mean like you said jeremy it's cool to be overpowered or whatever but it's also more satisfying to like barely win i think yeah. that's a i think that's a discreet design decision by gamers you know or yeah. by the game designers yeah yeah in fact uh, i can combine this bullet point with the next one and, I, and i've told this story a couple of times but i just in fact last time uh, uh dale i think you were talking about final fantasy 12 i said that i would share a story the, the time that uh, i i uh was able to unlock one of the like the zodiac spear in final fantasy 12 in the middle of a boss battle because getting ads i got enough license huh. points to equip the zodiac spear oh in a, and you already had it in your inventory yeah and i had it and i couldn't use it so i was all frustrated at the game because i'm like well i've got this thing and i can't use it for some reason but then in the middle of the fight with sid uh i actually got enough license points and i was losing like i was not going to win that fight but i eventually unlocked the zodiac spear in the middle of the fight and uh and, and was able to win hmm. it's one of like the greatest moments i think i've ever had in any video game ever so the next bullet point is super weapons and limit breaks like those times when you are just like occasionally super overpowered like like the first time when you beat Half-Life 2 and you got the gravity gun at the end? Like yes. how rad was that? Yeah, that was yes. pretty good. <laughs> or, that was uh, the coolest feeling ever. And it's not even like uh I guess it is a pretty super weapon in that game. Or, or the other thing is good, like when your meter charges up and then you, you know, just wreck house for 30 seconds, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or or in uh, sometimes occasionally in uh, twin stick shooters, there will be I like the, the weapons in twin stick shooters that just kind of carve through people. Like even if they're only limited time, like I was, you know, I mentioned I was playing Next Machina a, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. And there's, a, yeah. you know, there's a there's always like an extra weapon that does some cool stuff. And there's one that's a laser and it'll just like knife through everybody, even though they would normally take a bunch of hits. It's limited time. So you can't, you know, always use it. But when you do, it's like and just people just melt away. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I have a question mark next to this one because I'm not sure if this is still cool or not, but cheat codes or, or getting the feeling like you break the game or, or kind of get away with something. Mm -hmm. I um, think it's cool. My kids are like all into like doing stuff like that to games. Yeah, yeah. Cheating, like getting or breaking or like doing something they're not supposed to, you know. I like that. I, I like the kind of like sniping a guy from a balcony he can't get to 
that, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, you know, that's sort of fun. Well, ba- back when we were kids, I mean, you had a game and you had like a game and they were super freaking hard. And if you could apply a cheat code, you know, made a little eight year old me able to handle it. Yeah, I would have never been able to beat Contra or Life Force or Blaster Master or you know, any number of other ones without straight up cheating. Well, there's a reason why the Game Genie was like a thing, like, and it was pretty popular. Yeah, you wanted to jump over that flagpole. Game Shark. That's right. I mean, do something that you didn't think you weren't able to do. Like, I still can hardly believe that it was actually possible to like jump over the flagpole and then just run across the surface level of (laughs) of One Dash Two, and like the game functioned that way. (laughs) It wasn't like you just got to the screen and couldn't progress. Like, it actually, yeah, it just kept going. It actually kept going, and. You would get to the end of that level not having gone underground. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. This is magic. That is weird. And that's and yeah. that's what speedrunning is all built on, which is why it's fun to watch speedrunning and just see how they dismantle a game like that. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Wind Waker like swimming and like suddenly your dude just like swims a hundred miles an hour like across everything, sideways or something. Just weird <laughs> stuff like that. That's always fun. And then we've yep. got a secret uh, a secret last minute entry here, which uh Grand, I what is this all about? So there's a time when you're, so this is related to multiplayer gaming. Um, it's fun to, uh, and I, I actually call this one putting another person to bed. This is what we call it when we're playing a game and we're in, in an intense battle. And uh, maybe you're playing against the same crew in like uh, Rainbow Six. And then finally you beat them so bad that they like quit. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like two o'clock in the morning. You're like, uh, all right. You know, they, they got so mad that they just like, okay, time for bed, you know? Um, putting a person to bed where you know that hey that person's not coming back tonight because it's this time for bed that's um, me because i passed be- beating out beating somebody in a you know being playing pvp and winning um and just dominating somebody else where you know there's an actual live person on the other end um doesn't happen very often anymore <laughs> but i'm telling you what man that's a pretty good feeling to know that there's somebody over there that is raging at their computer monitor and you're the cause of that rage I've I've got one kind of related to this that's a little more subtle and maybe not as much of an adrenaline rush, but I still think it I still think it counts, uh, which is co-op with friends, like doing something together and achieving something with your friends. Like it's not in and of itself. It's not like, wow, like awesome. But it's just like a really like steady, fun thing to just like have either like a regular game night or something and, you know, get get accomplish something as a team. I, I always felt personally like. Video, and I know this is not shared by everybody, but I always feel like video games are more fun with other people. Like whether you're sitting around the television as a kid and what a weirdo. playing with brothers and sisters. It may be, it may be a little <laughs> weird of me. It may be a little weird of me. Um, but I, I think there is something to that. I, I do have fun with solo experiences. And of course, you know, you can't beat a, a good, well-crafted. I just, I just finished God of War. It's awesome. I, and there's no way to make that multiplayer. But um you know, there are some games where if you can play with people and, you know, have have a couple people building your, you know, No Man's Sky base or what I mean, maybe that's a bad example, but, uh, you know, do or, a multiplayer Terraria or, or Minecraft ah, okay, now we're talking. or something like that. Like and then to, to at the end of it to to like look back on your little ant colony that you built and to be like, yeah, wouldn't it be like, cool if we could play like Skyrim multiplayer? But it, but it was Skyrim and not The Elder Scrolls Online. Cause I was going to say. <laughs> you don't want it to be an MMO. You just want it to be the right, single player couple, game. Yeah. But with, you know, just with a buddy, right? With a couple of people. Yeah, exactly. Well, they made a mod for that. You guys ever see that? 
Uh, I, I, I'm not surprised if there is one. Yeah. Yep. And that's uh, that kind of falls a little well, bit. Even, the, even with single player games. I mean, it's fun to talk with other people about experiences. Or like like, I remember seat. I remember when we beat when like Red Dead Redemption, the first one came out and we were all playing it and then we all beat it and we all had really great conversations about the game and about different missions and stuff like that. Right. When right. we did that's that game club for Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was pretty fun. That was great. Those were good times. And folks, uh, by extension, <laughs> podcasting, talking about games, having good experiences with you all, being in your ears every uh, couple times a week, which, uh, you know, it's what you can look forward to, because this episode may be over, but you can look forward to our next episode at the middle of the week when we talk about the games that we've been playing. If you have any fundamentally fun things that you'd like to tell us about in video games, if you have any comments about loot boxes, violence, or anything else that uh, is kind of tickling the edge of your brain, we'd love to hear from you about that. You can find us on social media collectively at Game Byte Show on Twitter. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at at Jeremy underscore Lamont. Y'all can find me at Legrand. And I am at Count Elmdor. Find our fourth man, Jared Red Eye Dunn, over at Twitch. Actually, find him first at RED underscore I on Twitter. Find him over at Twitch.tv slash GameBiteShow. Uh, this month, we are doing uh, throwback games, old games that are from our childhood or from our uh, recent or, or uh, far past. And uh, we want to share some of that with you and show you some of the tips and tricks and things that uh, struck us about those old games. So come subscribe over twitch.tv slash GameByteShow. Find us on the web at GameByteShow.com. You can join our Discord server there. Links are open and you can join us anytime. Get notified about uh, freebies and things that we find around the internet or just uh, pop in for some good conversation. We like to talk about video games with you, so come join us there. Uh, like I mentioned, that'll do it for this episode of the Game Byte Show podcast, but we'll be back at the middle of the week to talk about the games that we've been playing. Until then, this has been your Game Byte Show podcast. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. See ya. Be seeing you. shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that.